this is Lisa Tams, and you're listening to Processing the Process. Welcome to episode one, Perspectives Looking Forward and Looking Back. In today's episode, you will be sitting in on a conversation that I had with a couple parents who have interest in this whole idea of processing the process as it relates to their children applying to musical theater programs. I think today's episode is really good in particularly because I have together a parent who has yet to go through the process and has some questions and a parent who has gone through the process and has some answers and they both have valuable information to share. I am there and I add my two cents from both sides of the coin, really. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks again for tuning in. Well, my name is Amy and my daughter is a junior and is interested in pursuing a career in musical theater. So we're researching everything and trying to find out the best way to go about um, getting her where she wants to be and to be successful. It's good that you're starting now. Yeah. <laughs> and my name is Kristen, and my son is actually a sophomore in a musical theater program. And I am happy to help with this with anybody who needs it because it is it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. And a long little journey, but a fun one. I will say it was fun. Right. And I stressful, but fun. I think that's one of the things about um, this that I want to make sure comes across is that, yes, it is a big involved process and it can be overwhelming but there are so many gifts in the process for your child and for you and your child as they journey through it. Mm -hmm. I had such great individual time traveling with Frankie when when he went through but I mostly want to know what you Amy want to know. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> um, well, one of the things that I am curious about is the whole coaching. You know, do you need a coach? Is it a good idea to have a coach? Obviously, I mean, many you know people have done it without a coach and kind of just navigated on their own with research. And, and um, so, I guess I kind of want viewpoints of you know having used a coach and not used one. You know, what do you think? What would be your advice on the way to go? I believe that using a coach was valuable in that it was an organizational tool for um, my son and and it was a guidance a timeline guidance and resources many many resources came from using um, the coach that we used and my son needed the organization for him actually the organization for both of us because this he's my third child but my first one to do this and um, so I had absolutely no idea at all no idea emoji face wide eye no idea and so when when he had this opportunity 
to um, work with this particular coach, I was all over it, like flies uh -huh. on butter. Uh -huh. yeah. because, it, because then it helped me sort of understand from afar watching this, you know, understand what he needed to do. And he took, you know, he took the helm and did what he needed to do. So I, I, I would recommend it. The resources are huge, mm -hmm. um, as I am finding out this time around. Frankie did not use a coach. Um, actually, I take that back. He started with a an organization, and he had already been to a lot of summer programs, and they had given him a lot of foundation for what he would need to start doing when. The spreadsheet thing, you know, he did that, he created that on his own. And I know that with different coaches, that exists in their system. And you use that as a tool, which is huge. Mm -hmm. um, we were going back and like double checking deadlines and material and the specifics of the bars, how many bars mm -hmm. for which school and from year, you know, before whatever year and so, so many details to take care of mm -hmm. and pay attention to. And this time with Tommy, we have in this hour, which is in, in October yeah. <laughs> of his senior year, entering in to uh, opportunity with coaching mm -hmm. that is kind of just finishing him off because we weren't confident with his monologue material and honestly for me having been through this mm -hmm. I know how important that material being right for you mm -hmm. is of them being able to show their best selves it is hard to find monologues it's endless I mean Gabriella has read and read and searched and searched and and then she'll find one, it's like, oh, no, it doesn't feel right. right. It doesn't, you know, it's yeah. so hard. And now I know the organization that we're working with now has a concierge monologue service that's specific to monologues that you can purchase. And, you know, maybe that's, maybe you don't want somebody for the whole big right process. So you can just choose that yes. as opposed to the whole. That's actually a nice option. It's huge. Because these, these coaches are incredible, but they're not. They're not inexpensive. It's an investment. Mm -hmm. yes. It is an investment. It's a great investment to make if you can make it. It's a, it's a good investment, though. I, kind of, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. So, how involved were you in your son's process? I was my son's driver, check writer, <laughs> emotional support, mm -hmm. um, That's huge. cheerleader, and he figured out his timeline. Of things and when he was for instance when he was ready for <laughs> I just have a really funny um, pre-screen story taping story when he was ready to because he had actually taped pre-screens but wasn't happy with them and so we redid them again and let me just tell you you do not have to go all fancy with pre-screens at all okay. it was in our dining room with my four pound dog on my lap and my iPhone literally taped to a tripod in his little tape thing here and my son looking at me, but telling me not to look at him as he sang, because <laughs> yes, he was yes. singing If Ever I Would Leave You, and said, I cannot look at you, Mom, and sing that song. That's creepy. And so I looked down. This is literally, I'm not kidding you. This is almost, it'll be a year ago. Actually, right almost right now. And I, I would look down. I'd press the button. Or I'd look at him. He'd say, you know, nod his head. I'd press the button. I'd hold the dog, hoping she wouldn't jump off. 
and hoping our golden retriever wouldn't walk through the dining room. <laughs> and then when he was done, I'd look up and I'd turn it off and then we'd do it again. Oh and we then we'd do it again, mom. <laughs> do it again, mom. I mean, it was hilarious. So I just on that little subject really quick, no need to go fancy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make no, sure I, the lighting's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and all that. But it was no need to go and hire the. No, 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 way. no. You don't. <laughs> absolutely do not have to do that. No way. No. Yeah. We actually did ours uh, in the basement. Mm -hmm. And same, just kind of, you know, I would look at the screen of the phone, making sure that he was like in the frame, mm -hmm. okay? And then just, yeah, really kind of just let him be doing mm -hmm. what he was doing. And trying to kind of like mm -hmm. disappear, <laughs> but but I was also the recorder. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did do something where this is Frankie. He did do something where he went to the school and like stood in front of the red curtain in South's auditorium. Okay, and um, you know did a recording, did some recordings there, um, but you know it was kind of when it came down to it, you look, you know, review all that, mm -hmm. and it's picky choosy. And um, for Tommy, at this point, um, you know, he went to a summer program where they provided him at the end with recordings of cuts of songs and a monologue. And his voice teacher has told him that he thinks he can do better. Okay. So we will be re-recording those. Uh, we have not yet, but yeah, we will be. Um, but. Anyway, back on the, sorry, we, we digress, but it's very easy to do. Yeah, <laughs> There's so many. So that, to answer your question, that's, that's what I was there for. So my husband, not that he's not supportive, mm -hmm. he's very supportive of her, and, and we both are. Um, but, of course, he's concerned about her future, mm -hmm. you know, and she could easily, easily go into engineering or right. she does great in math and science and, you know, and loves academics as well. But as said, this is my passion. This is what I want to do you know, that I'm going to be happiest performing. And, you know, his concern is, but what if, like, how do you, how do you still give them that support when in the back of your mind you're thinking? That's super, a super valid question. It is. Yeah. And, you know. There's a lot of fear. And we've have talked to get about past. this. Yeah. We've, we remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And when our son told us at the dinner table that night, this is what he wanted to do. Um, I mean, it was a, the look of, from both of us. What? You know? Right. I mean, right. and then you're like, okay. And then I cried for three weeks. And then <laughs> and I closed doors. doors. I closed doors. Right. I did. I'd get teary. I talked to Lisa. I'd get teary. Remember? At competition. Oh, yeah. I remember. And and I, it was, it was, and it wasn't, I wasn't mad or anything. And, and, and my husband wasn't either. It was more like, wow, okay. This was a huge it's adjustment. A huge adjustment. It didn't even take me that long, actually. Maybe a couple of weeks where I just was like, this is, this is going to be great and and I thought this is both Paul and I were like this is what he this is what he wants to do and we are gonna leave no stone unturned uh -huh. and we're gonna help him as best we can with whatever he needs to get from point A to point B right and and hope that he is happy and and works hard and uh -huh. you know and um and that was our we just I, I could never in my life have ever squashed it ever no no. In a million years, no. I would never and squash I, it. I don't think, you know, Victor, obviously he doesn't want to squash it because, you know, it is her passion. Mm -hmm. and, and he sees when she performs, you know, when she performs and you can see just, she just loves it. And, you know, so, but yeah, I mean, even this morning we were talking about it. He's like, I, I just, you know, she, what if she is supposed to cure cancer and she takes this route? I'm like, 
I just don't know. Well, and this doesn't cancel out the possibility that things might take a turn in the future. Right. And she could decide our vocal ENT specialist, voice specialist, Uh went to Yale, was a musical theater performer. Yep. And is now an ENT. Yeah. And he went to New York. That's super cool. That is super cool. And, you know, he specializes in performing. What else is that there are many programs where you can double major if you want to. Right. And that's, and and we've talked about that a little bit. Um, And something to look into Mm -hmm. for sure. And that's what Tommy is, is heavily looking into. And this is very different than our first time around Mm -hmm. that the programs, many of the programs, not all of them are highly academic Mm -hmm. or there's an option for more credits mm-hmm. that are academic, mm-hmm. and it can be hard to do that. Oh, yeah, because they are—it's—it's it's very, very, well, as you know, rigorous. And yeah, right. The musical theater aspect is very rigorous, mm-hmm. and then if you throw on, you know, other academics on top of that, then you're looking at the stress levels and the managing, mm-hmm. and and then you also see, or there is the perception of—I don't know if this is the reality, but I know that there's kind of a sense of, well, the programs that do allow a lot of academics and there's a lot less, you know, you graduate with less performing arts Mm -hmm. credits, that their program is not as strong because they're not strictly immersed in, and that's a conservatory. Right. But this whole conservatory, not conservatory, is very subjective Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. because a lot of the conservatories, you do take some classes, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, one of the schools that sh- that spoke at this, one of she had gone to, said that you know you, you have twenty six credit hours that you can take classes in whatever you want to take. And, you know, it's not you know they do give you that a little bit of leeway to pursue some other things as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's because I think to myself, will she be happy in a world with no? math science mm-hmm. you know um because she does love it mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but i have talked to her about that and she has said i've thought about it and when i'm learning about theater when i'm doing theater when i'm in that environment i am the most happiest that that's when i am the happiest yeah tommy has said that he feels like it is his happiest place and that the whole process of the art and the learning of it feels like therapy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But he has this whole computer science thing going on. Mm-hmm. And could he really, you know, give that up completely? Could he do it just as a hobby? Could he just take several interest classes outside of, there's so many things online now. Do you do it during the summer so that you can put them in right. summer stock? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many pieces to this puzzle. And I don't think that they all fit, you know, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, has to do, I guess, what they feel is is going to work for them. Yeah, completely. But going back to the husband aspect of this, which I think it often is, you know, the mother mm-hmm. jumps on board first, and then um, the dad is coming along, along the way. Mm-hmm. Even now, Eric will be like, he wants this to work out and he mm-hmm. wants our kids to be able to support their families and to be successful 
in life that doesn't that's not a dollar amount right right but they have grown up very privileged and they're used to a lot of comforts and can they really live this lifestyle which is going to start out probably very grimy right um and they need to you know pave their way and they'll do other things i think that that's a huge thing like you have to have a resource for other income and oh my gosh because your job is going to be auditioning it's so, so popular to be, to be a waiter and that but there's so many things now that there's voiceovers voiceovers is like a huge uh -huh. industry that they're perfect for uh -huh. and they can do it from their house right and submit the video or the audio and, and there's so many things and they can because of the things that they've learned in these programs they have life skills that are huge and anything can happen oh for sure i'm telling you that that is so true i'm a firm believer that you land where you're supposed to be you know who knows what's going to happen maybe he'll end up somewhere incredible for musical theater Maybe it'll be something else. Maybe he'll take a gap here. Maybe he'll take, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's, he'll go overseas for the year. I mean, I have I mean, no it's idea. it's such a cool thing to think about. You know, there's so many things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's all very, and I, I do agree with you that, that you do land mm -hmm. where you're supposed to. Like, you could think, oh, this is exactly where I want to be. I want to go to this school, mm -hmm. and it has to be the school, and you don't get in. But then you end up somewhere where you are part of a family mm -hmm. and supportive people, and, you know, um, and you can't imagine it any other way. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is the retrospect that we can give to our kids mm -hmm. that we already know, but they need to live it. Mm -hmm. right. They can do. tell them that. They won't believe it until they right. live it. No. Yeah. No. So, so easy to tell them. It is so easy to tell them. Like, yeah. maybe you're going there because you're going to meet your wife. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're, right. you know, going there because someone's going to come in for a master class and they're going to think that you are it mm -hmm. and they want you for their new project. There is no knowing. No, there is no, no knowing. And all you can, like, I find it. Yeah, and, like, I've always told her, an example would be, like, you know, when you go and you take a test, and then she comes home, and she's like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm like, did you do your best? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I said, that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the same thing here, is that all you can do is go in and show them who you are and give them the best that you have. Mm -hmm. And whatever happens, happens. You know, maybe you don't end up there. Mm -hmm. You end up somewhere else, but that's, that's where you were meant to be. I think they all have, like, the one. Oh yeah, that is really the hopeful. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it can't be helped. You can't. Well, I think you should have the one that's mm -hmm. hopeful. I think you should have, you know, your your reach, I guess, so mm -hmm. to speak. Your, your, your far your, reach. Your far reach. Your yeah. extreme reach. And you should, because that's what drives. That's what motivates you. Mm -hmm. I think you need that. It's not a you know. Oh, I'll go. I'll get in anywhere I can get in. It's yeah, I'm gonna really try for that probably won't happen, but I'm going to try really hard for it. You know, I mean, I think you have to have that. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think it's that drive that keeps you going, that, um, motivates you. Um, but in the back of your head, you're kind of like, all right. But as she pointed out to me the other day, she said, well, somebody has to get accepted. Why can't it be me? It's very, very true. And I said, you make a valid point. They do accept somebody. <laughs> That's very true. It does take a strong identity to be able to survive this process and it's emotional they're gonna have their oh, sure. they're gonna have their moments for sure but 
they can put themselves out there and know that they have given their best. They can't be disappointed in themselves. They can't look left and right of themselves and compare. Because you just have to be you. They just have to really connect with themselves. And I do think that coaching, there's a lot to be said for the summer program, summer intensive, and coaching, that they really do. They kind of have to learn about themselves. They really bring them to almost, like they're meeting themselves. You know, yeah. like this is this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Meet, mm-hmm. meet Tommy. Right, because right. this is really who you are. And yeah. they have to dig deep and they have to stand strong. You, you cannot, you cannot move forward if you're constantly looking side to side. Mm-hmm. Every program should have that model. I like that. Mm-hmm. I guess I was curious about the competitiveness, like once you're in a once program. You're yes, I was going to ask about that. on the school you know I'm sure it is competitive in certain schools I don't know I thought that it must be but what I've seen is this unconditional support unbelievable of each other I think that these programs also support them and encourage them by saying and giving examples of and bringing people in went through programs never had mm-hmm. a lead mm-hmm. and they went on and they are names we know. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, and so I, I do think it's so important, like you said, that they get into these programs where they are supportive and it's like a family and they're happy when something good happens for somebody. Um, I don't think that you always experience that when you're younger, going through no. high school. What's your viewpoint on um, Staying involved in things at school that you enjoy, mm. but take up so much time, and you just don't know, you know, like, what's the right path to take? You know, do you stay? And I know this is a- It's an important conversation to have, because Tommy definitely looked at this year and was like, you know... Yeah, it, it's, you know... Trying to weigh it out, and especially having watched right? your yeah. son, Kristen, go through and really spend his time focusing. That thought is coming up, like, mm-hmm. what do I do next year? Yes. Do I... Yeah, you go, Kristen, because we're different. We, you have had an experience, and I'll share mine. So I think okay. you should go first. Yeah, yeah, because we are told mm-hmm. we both. Yeah. Okay, so personally, for my son, it was the smartest thing he could have done because um, his focus was one hundred percent school because mm-hmm. he was, you know, hard classes and mm-hmm. and this audition process. And um, there were times in the year where he was kind of thinking. Hmm, did I make the right decision? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, you would, okay. for a couple seconds, mm-hmm. you'd be like, I think actually maybe during, maybe for a second during competition season too, um, but not enough to make him regret anything. And okay. he said his his words to me when he made that decision that summer prior to this was, um, and he made the decision that the beginning of August, right before senior year, was I want to put everything I can into this so that when I get to March or April and I find out where I get in, I don't regret anything. And so I said, Luke, this is your decision. Mm-hmm. If that is what you feel, because honestly, at that point, I, I was excited for his senior year. Mm-hmm. I was, I was the mom that couldn't wait for his senior solo. 
you know, um, couldn't wait for the musical, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and so I had to go through, it was a little bit morning. of a yeah, morning period, morning. but it really actually was. Yeah. It is a very personal decision. It will be a very personal decision for your daughter to really concentrate very hard and work hard and mm -hmm. it paid off. And it paid off. But it also paid off in the opposite direction for Lisa's son. So, you know, because he stayed. Yeah. Frankie really I think he questioned it for a moment. But he was doing it. Tommy, on the other hand, Leading up to his senior year, you have to say, you know, kind of what your plan is for the coming year. And there was so many conversations happening, both with myself and him, himself in his own head, mm -hmm. he and his voice teacher, and other people in his life who he, who he trusts, who he talked through it with. Um, and there was a big part of me that was if you don't want to do this and you think it's going to be too much then don't do it but you need to spend that time as if it's your job doing all these other things to get ready and at this point for Tommy at that point for Tommy he needs the group mm -hmm. to show up and the motivation without the program mm -hmm. is harder for him. But ultimately, I felt, and I talked with Eric, his dad, my husband, about this, and we felt like it was healthier for him to continue mm -hmm. with what he had been involved in mm -hmm. than for him to not. Mm -hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense. So, I do think it's a child-by-child child thing. Right. Frankie stayed with the program. Tommy, so far, mm -hmm. is still with the program, mm -hmm. being the program being player mm -hmm. at our high school, which is basically, it's not free, quote-unquote, because there's an investment there. But he sings, he dances, mm -hmm. and acts mm -hmm. on a regular basis through that program. And... Not that that program, and this is a whole nother subject, <laughs> not that that program prepares our kids who are really pursuing this as a future. They don't have a track yeah. for that. Um, and this is why we're sitting here, because I want people to have a resource to go to, not necessarily for a step-by-step -step guide, but just for support, there are lots of kids and parents who are going through this process, and it's a community. And I wish it were more of a community than existed my first time around. And I am finding more of a community now that I've decided to start collecting the hearts of all these parents. The advantage of just having a friend who has been through it before you. Right. And been successful, whatever that successful means to them. Right. Is huge. Yes. And we, my son and myself, didn't have that. I didn't know that coaches existed. Beyond this, <laughs> beyond what, what Frankie did. Right. I didn't know that there was like a whole, there's, nationally, there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. It's a learning curve. 
It is. Mm-hmm. I, and it's one thing that she came out of the program she did this summer was that I need to brush up on my, you know, it's there. It, you know, I've been doing it since I was three. It's there, but it's not what it used to be. I have yet to find a day that she can actually make it there to take her Consistently, yeah. yeah. And luckily for her, the owner of the studio is very accommodating. The owner and Gabriella just have this bond. What I'm finding to be a common theme in the conversations that I'm having is that the kids have a mentor or someone who really believes in them. However they meet them along the way, they nurture them, they support them, they believe in them, and they have some knowledge more than us three Mm -hmm. sitting here. However that comes about, I think is... A common theme. Mm-hmm. I think it's essential to staying with the rigor of the process. Yeah. It's, it's a tough, you know, it's a long road. It's a tough road. There's so many moving parts. Yeah. And to have somebody who is believing in you is huge. I think it's good for them to all have someone that believes in them that's not a parent or a grandparent. It kind of gives them a little bit of confidence that, okay. I can do this. I, you know, you know, of course, mom's going to say I'm great. Have someone that it's not related to say, yeah, I see something in you and I'm going to help you get there. Right. It's important. All seniors get, so what are you doing next year? What are you majoring in? Our kids, I think, get a little extra undercurrent in the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think people look at it as, oh, you go to school for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm quite sure she probably says, well, yeah, why wouldn't I? That's what I love. Good for her. She should. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and she has those people. I mean, like, she has, like, you know, her dad saying, well, you could be an engineer. I do think that the questioning has a role, though. It has a purpose. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, but no. outside people that think you're, you know, like, why would you go into that? What's your plan Have B? You right. Oh, yeah. What's, What's your, plan your plan B, B? is always, yes. always... Or people will say, oh, you mean you're going to be a waiter? Eric has a family business. My family has a family business. Um, And there's opportunity there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we really, like, point blank said to Tommy at one point, just because I wanted wanted it to be said point blank to him so that there was not any, anything up the road that he didn't, wasn't aware of, that there is a thought that you might take over mm-hmm. this business. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Nope. No interest. Yeah. Didn't change. Not no, no interest. But didn't change what he wanted didn't to do. Didn't change where he's going to go now. He ne- he needs to try this. He does. That's why. And that is He'll true never know. of your daughter, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. son. My two sons, mm-hmm. everybody that never I know, know unless they try. Yep. It is part of who they need to discover within them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, and the journey needs to play out. Because and 20 years from now, they can't look back and say, I wish I would have. Never, never. I would never. No. And I would never want to be, especially because I do think that we have these kind convers- of the realistic conversations with our kids. They're not going into this blindly. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you, can you live in the city and live meagerly? Right. 
Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. In a shithole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in a room that's about... <laughs> As Kristen's mouth again. I just want to say it okay. because everybody's thinking... I'm going to say it too. Shithole. <laughs> in one room that is about as big as the bedroom you have now that has your kitchen, your bathroom, your bedroom, everything. Yeah. Right. yeah. And with two other people. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. On a couch. Right. Yeah. We take shifts sleeping. That's, that's right. Yeah, this is not glamour. No. And, and neither is the college experience of being a musical theater major. No. You have your moments on stage, but most of your time is spent physically, mentally, spiritually, rigorously (laughs) engaging for several hours a day. And nobody understands how hard that is. Nobody understands how exposed you are and vulnerable you are 24-7. And how mentally that affects you. It's exhausting. And how you go through stages in your freshman year where you are doubting why you were even chosen to be at the school. And what were they thinking? And there's no way I'm an imposter. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it is, it was a very tough winter. But that's like a super, super common. So common. Yeah. And sophomore year is supposed to be worse. Oh, geez. So I'm waiting for it. I feel like I've seen an element of that with every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They go through a real... Frankie has said that when the kids come to audition on campus, so along the way, you know, he'll be there enjoying his program and la, 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 la. And you know what? He's there. All these other people are there. They're there. They're doing it. And then he said it's easy to forget how few people get to experience this Mm -hmm. and how fortunate I am to be one of them Mm -hmm. because you see these kids coming in and they're clamoring for one of these spots and you got one, Mm -hmm. but you lose, it's a, it's a road, you You know, it's a, it is roller coaster. Yeah. (laughs) It's a curvy road. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they are, they are fortunate and, you know, time will tell. And I do think, and I've said this to, um, I've said this to Frankie, just that a lot of it is just stick-to-itiveness. Mm-hmm. You just keep on keeping on, yeah. and so many people fall off, and that doesn't mean that you can't that you can get away without being talented, right? But you know, it leaves a it leaves a different pool of people. And it's a small, in the end, it's a small, small community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And networking, that's the other thing, is so important. I would say that is one thing that she is great at. Uh, she, um, any camp she goes to, any, she writes thank you notes when she gets home. Mm-hmm. She um, keeps that relationship Alive. going. Uh-huh. Um, she was lucky that one of the things that she did they offered a headshot session. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, you need new headshots. Let's go ahead and do it. So the person that took her headshots uh, is, a, is also an actor. Mm-hmm. And these were the best headshots that she's ever had. Because he's an actor. The oh person's an actor. He, so, she, whatever they know. He, yep. So, and he and his it. wife do it together. Like he, she, his wife helps and his wife is an actress. And so she's kept this relationship with them. And when we went to New York this past summer, she, um, she had, well, we went and saw his wife in a show in Chicago and she's like, oh, we're going to be in New York. And, in June, and we have tickets to SpongeBob. I really hope I can see Curtis at the stage door. 
She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let us know what date, you know. So we were there. His wife texted her and said, how many of you are going? And we got to go backstage mm -hmm. on SpongeBob and tour the whole oh, stage cool. and everything. And, you know, and, and he said to her, you know, I wish more people would keep in touch of mm -hmm. the kids that I, you know, that I do classes with. Yeah. And would, would would reach out. He's like, you're the first one that has ever, you know, reached really? out. Really? Yeah. Wow. And she was like, oh my gosh. And, and she said, it was, you know, I didn't, like, I just wanted to see you. Right. Like, I didn't expect a <laughs> yeah. tour. I'm, right. I'm grateful. But, you know, and he's like, no, I'm so glad I was able to take you backstage and show you all this. And, yeah. But she stays on top of all of that. And I'm like, it's so important. Yeah. It's so yeah. important. So you just never important. know yeah. who you're going to run into, who, who knows who, and yeah, mm -hmm. those connections are. So I will say she's very good. She's and it's important. It's very, very important. Yep. I guess what you have to keep in perspective is all of these people are just people. Mm -hmm. They are. They working, are working, just working and enjoying what they do. And I have found that anybody she's worked with just wants to help them get to that next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Help them be successful. And the thing is, is I'm sure like with all of our kids, they're respectful. Mm -hmm. They're grateful. They're hard workers. And that and these people notice that. Right. And they're mm -hmm. sincere. And they're sincere. And they're humble. Yes. And they're gentle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if they can be those three things, they can maintain those three things, and they have this light inside of them, they will yeah. do great things. Mm -hmm. I don't know what those great things are, right? but they, I, I know for sure that they will accomplish things. And they will touch lives. Yes. And that is really what theater is about. Oh, absolutely. It's telling a story absolutely. that gives other human beings a an emotional journey mm -hmm. yeah that is touching mm -hmm. in some way even if it's there's no meaning to the whatever you're watching on stage and it's just farce comedy they have laughed mm -hmm. and they're there's leaving the theater and no machine is ever gonna do that no it very true so that's really special all right so let's wrap it up what would be your parting wisdom to someone who might access this podcast? I would say, number one, support your child's decision as best you can. Do look into the coaching opportunities. Have so much fun, because to this day, it was some of the best moments I had with my son, and I still laugh at some of the stuff. Enjoy, because these are it's really a special, a really as, as hard and as stressful and emotional as it is, it's really a very special time. In the position where I'm at, you know, because we still have another mm -hmm. year, a year and a half out, is that, you know, you have to support their dreams. You, you just, and just see where it takes them. I think the coaching aspect is a great tool and something to really look into and, and consider strongly. And, and enjoy the ride that you're you're on because you can't get this time back. To see your child happy is is you know all you can do. It's all you want for them. For me, listening to the two of you has just solidified more for me that yeah, this is the right choice for her. I know this is what she needs to do, um, and that you know she's gonna she's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. And I think find find others that are going through it is so important because this, I will say this has been really eye opening and helpful for me, you know, not have not being there yet, but to find people that can support you and can say, okay, hey, yeah, we went through this. Mm -hmm. 
you're gonna be okay. <laughs> and it's really nice if you can find somebody in your same position that you connect with somebody. I made, matter of fact, we're playing phone tag today. The past couple days we actually have been. I made the nicest, neatest friend because her daughter, um, her daughter was auditioning the same time as my son. And I mean, this is now almost two years ago I met her, mm -hmm. and we still. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's something that we went God through. Yeah. She's a very good friend. And so, yeah. It's a very vulnerable time for your child and you. Mm -hmm. And so if you meet and connect with other parents through the process, mm -hmm. there is something really special about that time that you're connecting over and the thing that your children, I mean, what's more important than like loving our children well, right? Absolutely. And that's what we're all doing here. I had just a couple of brief, significant conversations along the way, no long-lasting relationships, yeah. but just where I really, like, bared my soul. And both times were at summer intensive programs where I was there either dropping off or picking up and was sitting with other parents and just exchanging and asking questions because there were so many people there who knew so much more than I. And honestly, one of those people, don't even know what her name is, but she spewed so much information to me in such a short amount of time, and I was like, all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yes. like, wait, what? Wait, slow down. I need to put this in my phone. Uh huh. And, and she was helpful, because I feel like some people, and this is a really strange thing, are very withholding mm -hmm. of their resources. And I don't weird. get that. Yeah. I don't yeah. get that. That's the competitive, that's the negative competitive facet mm -hmm. coming out. Mm -hmm. In that somehow if they if, if you're not using their same resource, maybe you won't take the spot yes. that their child might get. Oh my gosh. Which is, which so, is wrong. so weird. Yes. Because we all want our children to be the best that they can be when the moment comes and genuinely be selected because they have done their best. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So my parting thought from today's conversation would be to seek out resources. I know more now mm -hmm. and it's good and it's bad. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Mm -hmm. but thank you guys for sharing hearts and um, can't wait to see what's to come yes, thank you for all of us <laughs>